right, it is the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio, he's Ben. Ben, what's going on? How's your week, man? Not much, Since, I, uh... since, since our last uh, show, the WrestleMania Backlash Post Show. Well, I luckily, I don't think that this show is going to be that long. Well, that um, was actually two hours and something, but it wasn't bad. No, no, not at all. I was, I was surprised when I saw the length of the show because it didn't feel like a two-hour show. Um, but uh, by some level of magic, uh, we we will avoid having a two-hour show. Uh, speaking of magic, I, I did that as a smooth segue to my next point. Chris Jericho, ladies and gentlemen. The king of reinvention himself. Well, you know how recently on Dynamite, I'm sorry, recently on Dynamite, he he has christened himself the wizard. I'm sorry, well, what, uh, what, what, what year did he graduate from Hogwarts? More, impor- more importantly, <laughs> which, which house was he? That's what I want to know. Maybe he was the house of Jericho. <laughs> Since he likes to think he's in a in a league by all his own. Yes, and and you know, and in addition to all these uh, terms, he's now apparently trying to trademark sports enter- entertainment. I think Vince might have something to say about that. Right, and uh, I was also telling you he trade he's uh, looking at trademarking the Watcher. Well, um, and he might have an issue doing that, ladies and gentlemen. That. Uh, not only because it's very strange, um, but there's a there's a book and a movie called The Watcher. And, you know what? Um, keep keep talking. I want to look this up if if they are the same. If they're the same. If the book is uh, the same as uh, the movie, I believe it. I believe it is because unless I'm very much mistaken, uh, The Watcher is a, is a novel by Dean Koontz. Right. Let me, um... I just want to look... Okay, let me, let me look that up. Actually, let me go straight to Wiki, just to be fast. Though, on, the, on the fly. On the fly research. <laughs> the Watcher. Alright. The Watcher, 2000 film. Okay. So it is, I believe um, it's, they, they may be the same title, but I believe they are two different, uh, two different things. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it looks like it from what I'm gathering yeah. from IMDb. Yeah. So pardon our stupidity, but it's uh, an easy mistake to make. Well, no, I mean, like, uh, some, like, there have there, been other books that have had this, and movies that have had the same title that aren't related. Exactly. So, um, yes, but apparently, uh, apparently Chris Jericho is on a, uh, mission to, uh, copyright a bunch of things. But, you know, that doesn't make sense. So, how is he going to be the watcher? That makes no sense. I, I don't I don't know he's the what he's the watcher of the of the ratings ladies and gentlemen you know, he's you know, a demo god you know I 
I like Chris Jericho, but he's getting on my last good nerve. Like he's certainly getting on my bad side now. Well, I I, I can see that. I mean, like I really liked the work he did in WWE, but and I did like some of what he did in AEW, but now he's like getting to be too much. Well, I I I think what's happening here is that. Um, in my opinion, he's starting to, uh, like, just dominate AEW in a way. Not not necessarily in screen time, but in, like, star power, I, I guess. Oh, okay. And, and um, that, that may not make sense to a lot of people, but I just... I, I feel like uh, Chris Jericho is reaching the saturation point, and it it may have something to do with the fact that I don't like the Jericho Appreciation Society. At I don't all. He's being shoved down our throats. People talk about how WWE likes to shove Roman Reigns and John Cena down our throat. What do they do with Jericho? Yeah. I mean, it was. It made more sense when AEW was just getting started, but now it's like um, a little bit redundant, if I dare say so. Yep. So that's just me. <laughs> Actually, um, okay. Before I we went on the air, we were going over what we have tonight, which of course we have Dynamite, SmackDown, and Rampage. However, I have uh, two questions um, that we post every week. Um, the first one we talked about, Rhea Ripley uh, did joining uh, the Judgment Day save her career, yes or no? And uh, we, I'm going to read some of the comments that we had got on that. Okay. Oh, also the, uh, okay, I was going to do the AEW tournament, but... Because I'm doing things backwards, I didn't post a left bracket uh, semifinals. I'm gonna do that this week, and I will announce the winners for both the for the those four matches next week. Okay, very good. But we're reaching the finals, Ben. Yeah, it um, it it, it almost feels like as long as when we did that uh, five week um, time warp mm-hmm. series. That felt like forever, that, that, that challenge for the championship. <laughs> yeah, it really did. So, um, you know, so it, I, think it, I think it may be best if we space it out a little bit. You know what I mean? So, I it works. Yeah. Um, okay, so we put this question out there. Now, what I do is, like, WPOV, they run the Facebook uh, post with uh, posting these questions on the Facebook page, and I run the TikTok end of things. And I and uh, what we got here is, did Rhea Ripley joining the Judgment Day save her career, yes or no? Ben, how many votes, total votes, do you think uh, this question got? Probably around, I'm going to say 350. You are way off, sir. The, the total votes were 130 votes. With 100, 105 people voting yes, and 25 people voting no. So it was 80, 81 to 19. 
Okay, well, then they are firmly in our camp. Yeah, so they, because... be- they believe that joining the judgment day saved Rhea Ripley's career. Um, well... I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say save, I'd say it helped. Yeah, I, well, certainly, certainly we're ta- if we're talking about the WWE run, I think it may have um, avoided her getting a phone call from t- John Laurinaitis. Um, but, um, Who? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I can't do the voice. It's like John Laurinaitis. You know he's he's so what a jackass. <laughs> you know he's some. Um, you, you, know, you know you know I I have to say I I still find it incredibly astonishing that him and Road Warrior Animal are related. Yeah, exactly. they are so different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how come animal was so cool? How come how how come this guy turned out the way he did? Well, your guess is as good as mine, but I've never been a John Laurinaitis guy. No. And uh, and uh, we have some comments on here. Oh, do we? Oh, we have uh, I believe a total of four comments. Well, the first one is automatically uh, my own because I I post the title of the like the question and I put up the hashtags, so that's automatically at the top like a pin post. So okay. we have Susan Puckett two thirty five said, hopefully it doesn't. But WWE aren't using her right at the moment. Not sure what she meant there. Hopefully, it doesn't what. Yeah, I, I don't know. Then another one. Okay, this one actually, they wrote uh, an extended comment because they wrote the original and then they added underneath. So this is what they said. Since she lost the title, see, she's just been held back. So later she can beat Bianca. Because looking at the roster, there's only two people who could beat her. Realistically, so who can beat her realistically? So she's just been... Shayna, Shayna Baszler and then who's the other one? I don't know, you just said two people. But they said who could beat her realistically. So she's just been given filler to do until then. So just like her last two tag teams... I want to consider this filler, but we'll see where it goes. Um, yeah, that's a little, uh, a little bit of a confusing comment. That's, this isn't filler. I mean, I get the going after Bianca, but this is not filler. Her joining Judgment Day. Uh, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. It's definitely not. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it was the right move, um, would I have faith in this if it wasn't for Edge? I don't think so. But, um, <clears throat> you know, she's certainly in a better position. Excuse me. A better position <laughs> than she was. Now, this uh, next question we put up on Wednesday. I believe either Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember exactly. But it's every week we try to do a WWE and AEW question. Okay. So here's a question for this week. Now, you've heard the rumors about a trios championship, right? Right. And apparently they've been created. 
So, the question here is, who will be the first AEW Trios champions? Um... Well, I I, feel, I personally feel like they're tailor made for the House of Black. That's a good that's a good pick. I what I had between Blackpool Combat Club and House of Black leaning to more towards House of Black. And we got nine comments on this one. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. So for the first one, we have Blackpool Combat Club. Easy. Then Super Bash TV wrote, I always thought it would be the Bucks and Kenny or Jurassic Express. Oh, no. Then uh, Vinny566 wrote, They're trying to copy the Freebirds. Huh? And then this, this, uh, this Elio character, he's a good kid, he has a good heart, but he just likes to antagonize the fans. He, he answered this guy and he said, I don't see how you can say the same about the New Day, only it was tag team championships, not a trios championship. So therefore, that doesn't make sense. And then, uh, mm. and then Ball Like Jamal <laughs> just added laughing emojis to the original comment. About what? <laughs> <laughs> Ball and Jamal. <laughs> That's the name. He wow. just he just added laughing emojis to the original comment because uh, when the person wrote that stupid thing, trying to copy the free birds. No, they're not. That doesn't make sense. Uh, I agree. Mr. Random 619 wrote, House of Black, hands down. <laughs> and... <laughs> see, see? You fans are slowly putting my co-host to sleep here with your comments. Like, trying to copy the free birds. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, and, and you know, I, I've heard a compelling argument for why it should be the Blackpool Combat Club. And I don't necessarily disagree with, with that. I just... I just feel like um, with House of Black, they need it more. Okay, well, be- be- this, because... this one is going to make sense of what you're, you're just saying, what you're saying right now. Yeah. Because, like, Mr. Mr. Random619 said, House of Black hands down. And Super Bash TV replied with, yeah, maybe they'll forget about that girl for another five months and then get back to it eventually. Yeah, they they need to because cut that the is bull- so that is so yeah. weird. They need they need to cut the bullshit with Julia Hart. I, that I that's just weird. I don't, I don't get what, what I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah, I, that that one is a little bit of a um, mystery to me. Again, ball like Jamal said, House of Black. <laughs> so, well. <laughs> Jamal, I don't know how to ball because I'm in a wheelchair, but uh, yeah, we are in agreement um, concerning House of Black. And Joshua Alexander 240 said the Blackpool Blackpool Combat Club. It's uh, BCC, not BBC. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh my god. 
Okay, so let's wait, get... wait, wait, wait. So I had to, I had to ask. I'm, I'm sorry to, to steer this into the gutter, but did he say something about BBC, or was that you making a joke? No, that's literally what was written here. BBC. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have no interest in big black. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Alright, so you know what? We, we are, that is the questions for this week. We already, actually, we have already have our AEW question lined up for next week. Uh, we'll uh, bring that up on uh, next week's show. However, we're going to get into AEW Dynamite. And that is on me, so let's go straight into Dynamite. Okay, so high points for me, I gave it to Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Ricky Starks. And okay, usually I hate contract signings, but this one I enjoyed. This was a high point for me. And they were talking about this Dark Side of the Ring parody. And uh, I didn't get to see this until like 2 a.m. I thought it was hilarious. And when I saw this, I'm like, I was not expecting that. That was well done. Yeah. That was very well done. My, now, my low points are Tony Nese versus Denhausen. I, uh, I, I did like how, um, how Hook shook his hand. I did like that. But why? Why are they putting Denhausen with Hook? I don't. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine on that one. They, but they need. It's they confusing, need... housing. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, you know, they they need to stay on the serious route with um, with um, Hook. I'm not sure how uh, Dan Housen plays a role in 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 what Hook is doing. So. And I, I also gave a little points to Jericho Appreciation Study. I gave, okay, hear me out. I gave a little point to Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy because this was part of the Owen Hart tournament. What makes these two so special that they're the, the only ones that get to have an anything goes match or any different type when everyone else has had a regular match? Well,. You know, and and I'll uh, you make very very legitimate points, and I'd like to piggyback off of those once we get to my little points because I actually had um, Darby and, and Jeff as one of mine, and it's not well, because well actually I, I know I'm done with my high points low points, so you can go go ahead. Okay, well, so for for high points, I definitely agree with you on Adam Cole and Dax Harwood. Um, I, I will say, even though um, the matches for the Owen Hart Cup have been very good, mm-hmm. um, some of the some of the matchups in terms of like who faces who have been very confusing because you know Dax is obviously primarily a uh, tag team competitor. Whereas Adam Cole is one of the best singles wrestler in the world, so to me, and this is no disrespect to Dax Hartwell whatsoever because he's awesome, but it, it's almost like a waste of a spot 
um, to put him in there when it's so obvious that Adam Cole is the pick. Um, so wrestling, wrestling wise, um, that was definitely a high point. But um, but I question why that match was <laughs> was put together that way. Um, and then my my other high point was the contract signing. Absolutely. I'm, I'm never a fan of these contract signing, but I like well, this one. Well, well, I'm not either. Especially with I love MJF. Ben, Ben, you you did it. You turned me. That's it. I I am I am so beyond thrilled to, to hear that because. <laughs> <laughs> because MJF just makes my evening every, every single time he's on the TV. Um, he is like an automatic high point for like, me. Uh, like ours promos always the greatest? Maybe not, but whenever he's on my screen, you just <laughs> sit there and listen. You want to sit there and listen to what he has to say. Exactly. And then... The other, the other high point that I'll that I'll give is um is uh, Tony Storm and J- and Jamie Hader. Um, I just thought the match. Oh, that was actually not a bad match. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I thought the match was very solid. And aside from these online virgins completely losing the losing their minds oh, over no, this, now what? Now what? Well, because they have such nice asses. I swear to God, it's like I, I oh, never... Okay. You know, it's like, it's like I've never seen so many peach emojis in reference to a wrestling match. Wrestling, like, wrestling fans, I, you see, I always say I hate wrestling fans. This is what I'm talking about. I just, you know... Sit there, shut up, and watch the match. Enjoy the match. Yeah, I mean, now, granted, they are beautiful women, but, I, you know, it's just like... Yeah, really, they are, but still. But out of, out of that match, that's what you're going to take from what it. The, what the fuck? Are you, are you in high school? Well, apparently, apparently, yes. Apparently. Uh, and then um, the low, low points I had were... Um, let me let me scroll back up so I I can I can get them in their entirety. Uh, I, I second you on on Danhausen versus Tony Nese. Um, How is Tony Nese running away from a hook? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then CM Punk versus John Silver. I, I mean I I understood it especially since. Adam Page was on commentary, um, but the, give, but having said that, that's a very random match to put together. What was it? That that that's not part of the tournament, right? Uh, no. Oh, that's okay. well, part, I was I was that, saying that's, that, part, that of, that's part of the build up for CM Punk and Adam Page. Okay, at, uh, that that would be weird. Nothing. That would have been weird if that was actually part of the tournament. And then I actually. I actually did not like Ricky Starks versus Jungle Boy. Okay. And hear, and hear me out because my, my my issue isn't necessarily with the match, mm-hmm. but every time the FTR the FTW uh, championship uh, comes into conver- conversation on this podcast, I have to I have to ask. Why are we having championship matches for the FCW title 
on television. This is fucking. This is Zack Ryder's Internet Championship. Is what FTW is. It's like the. It's not existent. It's not a real title. And, and you know what? Actually, if I would, if if it was me, I would have had Chung Boy win and just like throw the championship away, and just get rid of it altogether. Well, it, it just, it, to me, I don't see the purpose that it serves. No, nope. like, I, I, and I'm, I don't mean any any disrespect to Taz because it it had its purpose when he held it, but it, the bottom line is. It's not a recognized title, so why are we wasting our time on television having championship matches for a title that doesn't technically exist? Yep. So that's a little uh, that, that's a little frustrating. Um, it, you know, if if somebody could um, you know come on here and give me a logical explanation as to, as to um, you know the existence of the FTW title. I I would I would love to hear it, and I, I would and I would not um, you know make you feel stupid or even argue with you. I just I just want to know um, what purpose it serves on AEW television. Uh, you know, without being without even being a smartass. Um, Jericho Appreciation Society is an absolute low point. Um, and the other one was uh, Darby Allen uh, versus Jeff Hardy. And you know another thing? At the end of the match, Jeff, Matt Hardy with the delete uh, stuff. Well, still, I didn't, still doing that delete, delete, delete. Uh, well, I didn't necessarily have an issue with that. I, I don't know, but but the thing the thing is, okay, if you take the match for what it was. You know, Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen are both psychotic motherfuckers. I mean, I mean, especially Darby Allen. I mean, I, I honest to God, I'm just gonna say this, okay? Because he's this generation's Jeff Hardy. But, but that being said, I don't see this guy having a long career doing what he's doing. I you know, you, uh, we we've talked about it. Uh... Many times on the other show, on the global show, um, that coffin drop is going to kill this guy. It's going to put him out. Like, he's going to have a short career if he keeps doing reckless stuff. Well, he's going to fucking paralyze himself. Because, you know, doing the slanton bomb off the ladder into chairs and stuff. Holy shit. But, um... You know, it was it was a ten minute sprint, and I, I, I gotta tell you, when um, when when Jeff missed that one dive and hit the steps, I cringed. I did. I did. I don't I don't want to see that. Every time I see something like that, I get a flashback to Matt Hardy getting getting hit in the head by Sammy Guevara. Uh, you know, not and I'm not even talking about the fall that he took at. Uh, you know, one of the earlier double or nothing. I think it was when he. Yeah, when was he was, a, that was a twenty. Was that twenty nineteen right? or twenty? No, twenty nineteen, I believe it was. Or either twenty. Either twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, but it's just I I really like Darian Allen and Jeff Hardy. It's just I don't know how one. I don't know how Jeff can continue to do what he what he does at his age, and 
And number two, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary at this point. And I'm I'm just ready to we're gonna see a man die on television. I, I nope. you know, I mean Jesus Christ. Um and then and then the but the, the real low point for this, because if you take it as a match, it just it was a human demolition derby, whatever. We've seen that from Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen. Now, take it in the context of um excuse me, of of being an Owen Hart tournament match. And in that context I would have to ask you a serious question, Elio. Okay. Why why put that in the Owen Hart tournament? That has absolutely right. that has absolutely nothing to do with the legacy of Owen Hart. Right. Owen Hart never wrestled like that. And I'm never gonna, had, sorry, go on. He never had a match like that in his life. Um to, to my knowledge, the most extreme match I can remember him having is the Lions Den match, and even that wasn't. I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna tell you now. I told you now. You already know as I already, as I already told you. I follow a lot of content creators on TikTok, which right. is where I get a lot of wrestling news and stuff. Even this one guy said he found this match to be disrespectful to Owen Hart. Well, I. Well, I. I wouldn't go as far as to call it disrespectful. It's just, it, it, it has no place having Owen Hart attached to it because that's not an Owen Hart match at all. That's a Jeff Hardy, that's a Jeff Hardy Darwin Allen match, which is fine. You know, if they want to kill themselves, you know, that's their prerogative. And then that's why, that's why I said. But not well, under well, the Owen Hart banner. But that's why I said what makes these two so special that they get to have a different match type from every other match in this tournament. It makes no I, sense. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. So from my perspective, um, it, was a, it was a drastic miss. Um, I did enjoy seeing, seeing um, Martha Hart there, there in attendance. Um, that was nice. That was a classy move. Um. I'll tell you what, I saw um, her in a picture with her kids, and you'll have to forgive me because I, do, I don't know their names. Oh, Jonathina. Uh, oh, yeah, but my, um, but my God, his son looks like Owen. Jesus, have you, have you seen what he looks like? I haven't seen a picture of Oj in a long time. Alright, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you I'm gonna see if I can find it because holy fuck he looks like his dad. So, but you know, I don't I don't think he um I don't think he ever got to see um his his dad wrestle unless I'm very much mistaken. Um so from that perspective it was nice that they were in attendance, but holy crap! I mean, I mean, I was I was legitimately surprised. Let me see if I can find this. Um. Oh, okay. Here, okay, here it is, right here. All right. Um. Uh, let me uh, send you this. He he's the guy on on the on the far left 
of the picture. And while you're doing that, um, so that's all we have for AEW, yes? Yes, sir. All right, so um, after my co-host sends uh, me this picture, we will throw it over to him first, SmackDown. Yes, sir. And um, before we get into the uh, specifics of this match, can we please talk about what what a disgusting... Waste of time, SmackDown is. Oh, I mean, say, ladies and gentlemen, say what you want about, um, you know, about, um, whatever, really, um, in terms of what you, um, in terms of what you feel about, um, oh crap, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it sent the image. I think it was just the words. Let me, let me see if I can... Um, oh, yeah, it just said the words. AEW Diamond, Tony Khan, Mark the Heart, Image. Okay. You know what? Don't, don't worry about it, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up after, after oh, the show. No, it's, a, it, it's on Tony Khan's Twitter. You got to check this thing out. It, it's really funny. All right. Um, but, um, but aside from that, yeah. Smack... Uh, okay, let's switch topics here. SmackDown is an abysmal program, first and foremost, uh, because anything that is not Roman Reigns in the bloodline sucks. <laughs> it is atrocious. And let me um, let me illustrate my point. Let me pull up the um, the SmackDown review. Um, oh my god. Oh, hey, Ben, I saw this picture. Jeez, he looks just like Owen. I know. I know. Oh, wow. It's, it was, it was, it was creepy to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I was very happy that they were there. And, um, you know, shout out to them. And I'm very happy that Owen Hart is getting uh, the recognition that he deserves because, the sad reality of everything that went down between, uh, you know, the the hearts and WWE is that, in a way, it really. I don't want to say it, it erased Owen from the history books because his fans, like you and me, remember him, but it really greatly diminished the impact that he that um he had on wrestling in general because for so long like nobody was allowed to say Owen Hart's name because all you really heard about was the bullshit going on between the Hart family and uh you know Vince McMahon and WWE but it's just um speaking of bullshit um everything associated with Friday Night Smackdown because the best part of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, was was the um, opening segment that featured RK Bro and uh, the Bloodline, and we well, it was it was it wasn't even 
RK Bro and the Bloodline. It was RK Bro and the Bloodline representative, Sami Zayn. Yep. First off, fuck off, Rusty. No one gives a shit. Damn. Who hurt, <laughs> who hurt you? Because, look, look, I, I love Matt Riddle. I think he's a future WWE champion. I think the guy is awesome. Do, do I care for the weed smoking gimmick? No. Do I care for the flying camels and the, and the you know, hopping rabbits that come out of his uh, flip-flops? No. But it, it, in, in the ring, I am a absolute fan of this guy. Um, but, um, you know... Him calling Sami Zayn Rusty, and because and this was the scholarly, uh, this was the scholarly reason we got for the new nickname of Rusty for Sami Zayn. Are you ready for this? His hair is the color of rust, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit! How long did it take you to to, to, to write that into the to the promo events? What the fuck is wrong with you, you demented old circus man, circus monkey fucker? What is Damn! This? What? What? <laughs> ben, I have a question. What? Who hurt you? This- <laughs> This SmackDown episode hurt me. What? I mean, come on, people. What is this? No, I agree, but I did like the opening match, so. Well, I thought it was perfectly average. I didn't think it was anything special. Um, well, compared but, to the rest of SmackDown, it was uh, pretty much the only high point. Yeah, so... I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go low points first, and then I'll get to my high point. Right. Okay. Now, Ronda Rousey versus Raquel Gonzalez. I will not call her Raquel Rodriguez because that's not her fucking name. Um. Okay. First of all. I want to make something perfectly clear, and I'm being serious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being funny. I'm not. I'm not being your prototypical, you know, snarky wrestling podcaster. I'm really not. I, I want. I want people to take this very seriously. I have absolutely no problem with Raquel Gonzalez. I think she has tremendous potential, and I'm. And if you're going to have somebody go one-on-one with Ronda Rousey and you're trying to get someone new in the fold, Raquel Gonzalez may very well be the way to go with that. My concern with this match, number one, is Raquel has not had a match on SmackDown, to my knowledge. Really? Uh, she, she may have had one. She has had one match, but it can, you can't really count because it, it was against against an enhancement talent. But, but, but my point being, what has she done to warrant getting a women's championship match? Number one, number two, what has she done 
to warrant getting ring getting ring time with Ronda Rousey. You know I don't like Ronda Rousey on the WWE roster. But well, 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 I mean, it was an open challenge, though. But but you can put somebody in there that has that has more of a reason to go after the the women's well, well, championship well, than Raquel she, Gonzalez. Well, Shotzi was about to head out to the ring before she was uh, held back. Well, I mean, but Shotzi has less reason to be out there than Raquel does. I mean, I guarantee, I guarantee you that Shotzi Blackheart is going to get a phone call from People Power. <laughs> No, I, I I think they're gonna put her in a program with Aaliyah, which I wouldn't mind seeing. Oh God, you you and Aaliyah. What? Ah, uh, she. I, I just I don't see it with her. It's hater her. alert. No, no, I'm not a hater at all. I like uh, I like Aaliyah, you know. But it, it's just it, if if she hasn't been used in any significant capacity in the last decade. I don't really see this being uh, being a good thing. And yeah. if if her biggest claim to fame is a complete joke of a match with Natalia, which which lasted three point one seven seconds, oh, God, and is the Guinness World Record, it does it doesn't really hold a lot of hope for um, for Aaliyah on the main roster. So our, our our next situation here was um, well I'm not- actually sorry before you go on we're gonna go through NXT because we didn't do NXT on Tuesday night that was uh because it wasn't even on here it was on at two a.m. Yeah well no nobody wants to watch NXT period let alone at two a.m. <laughs> but um, Kofi Kingston versus Butch was a low point. Oh, gee, you know what? Stop already. Can you, can you believe that this is Butch's first victory on the main roster? Yeah. Holy crap. And then, um, and then we also had, we didn't really have a lot of matches here, folks. Um, we, we only had one, two, three, four matches. A lot of backstage stuff. On SmackDown. And, and okay, okay, uh, I'm, I'm, I need, I need, a, I need a sip of Sprite to deal with this. I'm gonna get it after I read this to you. Okay. This illustrious reviewer, I'm not gonna mention his name because I, you know I'm, I'm not slinging mud at anybody. I just really don't know what this individual's looking at. But he ranked this show a seven out of ten. First oh, off, damn. what? Wow. <laughs> oh. I, really, I really don't know what you're watching here, that, buddy. But, wow. That's, but, that's, that's very generous. Damn. <laughs> Are you sure he's not the gentleman? Um, well, he very well might be, but you, oh. you, sir, are the gentleman in all of our hearts. Uh, okay. All right. Okay, so, so and, and, and I quote, I quote, I can't believe I'm reading this on the air, but for a show without much to build from after the pay-per-view, this show was a pretty good use of two hours. RK Bro, 
RK Bro versus the Usos is finally set. Though I can't imagine a clean winner. I do agree with him on that point. And Rousey versus Rodriguez was a heck of a nice surprise. I had a good time with the show and it flew by, which is always a nice feeling. They still need to come up with something for the sale, but at least we have some time before we get that far. Motherfucker! First of all, your criteria for ranking this a 7 absolutely fucking blows. I still and, understand. Well, neither do I. But I, but I, I, feel, I feel oddly comforted that, that you are on the same train as me with this, because what the fuck? And, and, and the second issue with this is he's almost excusing the fact that we've had no build for the cell. Now, now I realize we're just coming out of WrestleMania backlash. I'm not completely blind, but the reality, the reality is that when you do these stupid gimmick pay-per-views less than a month apart from each other, you have to use every bit of real estate that you have in terms of television time to build it up appropriately. Um, so the fact that we now have have three weeks instead of four to build up Hell in a Cell. By the way, folks, Hell in a Cell is one of the most illustrious structures and gimmick matches in the history of WWE. I'm not sure any uh, any newer fans would understand that based on how WWE has treated Hell in a Cell and every other gimmick match they've had for the last fucking decade and a motherfucking half. Uh, hold on. Uh, before you go on, um, did you know that... Um, okay, um, Impact Wrestling is next pay- they have announced their next pay-per-view. Slammer vs. Me on June 19th. Uh, they're having the first ever Queen of the Mountain match. Oh, God. Any, anything that that brings up images of Jeff Jarrett and Impact Wrestling just needs to fucking get And And, and uh, one, of the, uh, one of the competitors in that match is going to be Mia Yim. Well, good for her. Yeah. You know, but... She got a very unfair shake in WWE, in my opinion. So, uh, I'm happy for her for, in that regard. All right. So, what but, else? What's going on? But, ladies and gentlemen, the the only the only segment in SmackDown that was worth anything was was the segment at the end of the night where. Roman Reigns got kneed in the face by Riddle to set up the tag team title situation. But my question to to you and and to our audience at large is simply this: Why in the blue hell? And 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 don't don't come at me with the answer. Well, Fox made the decision. Fuck Fox, okay? I'm not, I don't care about Fox. Why in the hell are we getting this match now? Why couldn't we have gotten it at WrestleMania Backlash when it would have, when it would have really helped to have done the, the match at Backlash, especially, especially after we had the lame duck of a, um, of a tag team title match at WrestleMania, unfortunately, due to um, 
Rick Boog's injury. If you were going to do a tag team unification match, it really would have helped to do it at WrestleMania Backlash mm-hmm. because then you're helping what was your weakest title match at the pay-per-view. Yep. But then again, WWE doesn't think like that. And so, so you've already put this match behind the eight ball because, as I explained on Tuesday, if you missed that show, go back and take a listen to it. I really thoroughly enjoyed our conversation on Tuesday. Um, and part of, the, part of that conversation um, was the fact that Roman Reigns ripped up the contract for the tag team unification match that was originally supposed to happen at WrestleMania Backlash. That's number one. Number two, the night after WrestleMania, um, he had an in-ring segment with Shinsuke Nakamura seemingly setting up his next feud for the... um, for the world heavyweight title, and now that and now that's not happening, and WWE would like to um, act like it doesn't exist, thereby treating their fans like fucking. They have the IQ in the single digits range, motherfucker. We are not Forrest Gump. We are actually intelligent individuals on this particular podcast. You know, I I can't even. Hardly speak. It's like my IQ is drastically diminished when I have to try to come up with logic to to excuse WWE's behavior, but I'm not going to excuse it because it fucking sucks. You know, this show has been on the air since 1999, ladies and gentlemen, talking about SmackDown. And outside of 2006... Uh, no, outside of 2017, I don't think it has ever been this bad. When you have one segment out of a two-hour show that is worth anything, you got a motherfucking problem on your hands here. You know, Elio, I, I have started falling asleep on a regular basis. <laughs> During Raw and SmackDown. Oh, no. I I just can't take this shit anymore. And then, you know, so getting back to what I was, what I, what I was saying, because I really, I really want this to, um, to sink in here. Okay. Because news broke earlier this week. I believe this was after we did the podcast on Tuesday. I could be wrong. It was around the same time. Apparently, uh, Roman Reigns will be missing three pay-per-views because yeah, we, we, were talk- that we, we talked about that on the podcast. Uh, okay, yeah. okay, good. But but to, to follow up that that point, so knowing that that's going to be the case, you don't have a world heavyweight title for WrestleMania Backlash. You don't have a match. Presumably, you're not going to have a match at Hell in a Cell at this point because it it would seem that they're setting up um, for the unification match at um, Hell in a Cell. Now, um, it should be noted that it's being 
teased uh, for, or is being advertised, I should say, for this coming week on SmackDown that the unification match is taking place. If that actually ends up being the case, I will attend the, the next WWE show in in the nude. Because that is not taking That's place. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> With the bad images, stop doing that. Taking place. Fans, I apologize, Michael. Unification match on SmackDown this coming Tuesday. You are higher than Matt Riddle sitting on the back of a camel in Saudi Arabia. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's not going down like that. It's just... So the logic of these things just really gets on my goddamn nerves. And I'm going to take a break because I feel like I'm hijacking the show from my co-host. Um, who's having some audio issues, apparently, so I can't hear him. Um, oh, I, I but, hear you uh, fine. No, I can't hear you. What? Um, but uh, hopefully we'll get him um, back on here. He might have been stunned stupid um, by my arguments regarding Roman Reigns and the World Heavyweight title situation. Um, actually, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we hit, Elio, hit pause. Can you hear me? All right, fans, I apologize for my co-host. Ben, what is wrong with you giving our fans nightmares with these bad images? (laughs) Well, you know, excuse me, but WWE gives me bad images on a weekly basis because I, as a respected podcaster, have to come on the air and try to make sense out of this two-hour bullshit on SmackDown and three hours of bullshit on Raw. Please forgive me. All right. So um, I'm not going to go through my high points on the points because they're pretty much... The same, only I switched a few things. Like, I really like seeing Raquel Rodriguez out there. Well, you're just, you're just a Mark. No, no, I'm, no, no, I'm an Elio. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not a Mark, I'm an Elio. <laughs> okay. Well played, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's all we have for SmackDown. Indeed. All right, uh, now we're going to get into Rampage. Ben, you have to help me here because I did not uh, get to see this. And uh, Again, this was on the 5.30. Yeah, I, I really can't wait till the hockey playoffs are over because, like, I forget that Rampage is on and then I miss it. No, let me tell you. If, if uh, they had stuck to the schedule I saw... I wouldn't have been watching AEW on Wednesday night. I would have had to wait till tonight at 10 o'clock. Well, I, I don't blame you at all for that one. Um, no, that would have been bad because I wouldn't have gotten to watch it at all this week, AEW. Oh, because of the... Um, yeah, I would have had to wait till 10 o'clock tonight. Are you, let me ask you something while I'm, while I'm trying to pull up something on my computer that's being difficult. Um, but are you, uh, are you a hockey fan at all? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because hockey is the one sport that I just 
never really been able to get into. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not like one of these like hardcore fans that, like goes to like all the games and stuff. But like, if it's on, I'll watch it. Okay, cool. It's um, like a casual. Yeah, I got you. Um, let me. Okay, so for some reason it's not letting me pull it up in my history, so I have to go search it. Oh, what are you looking for? The oh, here, here it is. It was stuck in another tab. The 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 rampage, um, stuff. Rampage was bad. Was it was it? It was it just me, or was rampage bad? I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was perfectly missable. Um, Sean Spears versus Bear Bronson. How is how how is well, Bear actually, Bronson still not there? Call, they're not calling him Bear Bronson anymore. They're calling him Bear Boulder, which is worse. Wait, there's Bear Boulder. No, wait. Who who are there's Bear? Isn't there Bear Bronson, Bear Boulder, or something? Well, like well, no, it's the same guy, but they changed his name to Bear Boulder. Wait, who's the other guy then? I can never. No, they're the, they're the they're the same guy. They just changed his name. I thought they were tag team Bear Country. Well, apparently not anymore. Because they changed his name. But anyway. Alright, um, go ahead. But yeah, that was that that who no one wants to see that match. So the the high the high point um for me and and this is only because I really liked the participants, the match itself is nothing really special. Um was um Death Triangle versus the Butcher's Blade and this was really random. I didn't really understand why Mark Quinn was tagging with the Butcher and the Blade. Well, um, Private Party, they're part of the Andrade uh, family office, no? Oh, okay. That, that, okay, yeah. I, for, I forgot about that. Um, and then um, the only other um, high point was... Uh, was Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. That was a really good match. Um, except the ending. The ending was a little flat, but the rest of it was good. Um, I did not like uh, Ruby Soho versus Riho. Um, that was a that was a low point. Um, I'm just not a Riho fan, and and they gotta more importantly they have to do something more significant with Ruby Soho. Um, and then, um, I, obviously the, the low points of low points was Sean Spear beating Bear Boulder. I mean, I, I, I didn't see the point of the, that match at all. Um, and once again, this site is entirely too generous with their ratings. Who? Oh no. Okay, this was this was a different reviewer apparently. Um so appar- apparently the disease is well spread throughout this website. Well, they get before I give you this rating, ladies and gentlemen, Elio, what would you have ranked Rampage? Did you see it at all or no? No, but um I did read the results uh on Wednesday night uh, or Thursday morning, uh, when I was looking at the AEW Dynamite stuff, and um, five. 
even four. Okay, well, this, 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 I gave it a seven. How? I don't know. Why is why is my page getting these high ratings? Why? I, I don't. I don't know. Because to, to me, ladies and gentlemen, and look, I I really like AEW. I'm a, I'm a really big fan of the majority of what they do. But to me, Rampage doesn't have to exist. And uh, um, before you go on, sorry. Did you know that? Uh, did you hear that they want to add another yet another show? No, and I hope they don't. But apparently, and uh, they're asking fans to like uh, name the show, and they actually give set out options for like name ideas for names. And I don't have the list here, but well, what would what what would be the premise of that show, though? It get. It, it, you remember WWE had that uh, show Confidential back in 2002 it gave you like a behind the scenes yeah. uh, thing? That's basically what this would be. Uh, like a behind the scenes or like a backstory to like certain uh, angles and certain um, programs. Okay, we don't we don't need that. That would, that would just be a, a, you know, AEW overload. So, so they want to they do like a documentary style. Well, what what do you freaking do? I'm not interested. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's, it's just I don't know. Rampage just doesn't have to exist in my Okay, book. so you you're gonna read uh, the guy's review? Oh, oh yeah. Let me let me read let me read that for you. So it says, and I quote: "Pretty good show this week, though that ending wasn't exactly my favorite." They got back to doing some things on this show, as the tournament has gotten off to a pretty fast start. Granted, when you have almost six weeks to set things up, there isn't much of a reason for it not to start well. Nice show here with nothing close to bad throughout. Um, Bear Boulder and uh, Sean Spears was like a word with that. Um, as would Ruby Soho and Riho. I just, you know... Those two don't match up well. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm just uh, doing on the fly the research because I just it's gonna bother me. What what are you looking for? Fucking bear country bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, oh, it's gonna bother me otherwise. I'm I'm closing a bunch of useless tabs on my computer. While Bear you're doing it. That doesn't make sense. Bear Bronson made his debut alongside Bear Boulder. That doesn't make any sense if they if if they rename them. Well, that's that's really fucking weird. I thought they were the same guy. Certainly, it looked like the same guy. No, they are two different guys. I even have their pictures here. Uh, you know what? Send them to me, because uh, I could have sworn they were the same guy. I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna send the, the picture in that, yeah. Alright, on the fly research. Okay, let's open this up. Messenger... Oh, right. There we go. Okay. Oh, 
goodness. So, um, you know, aside from me getting ready to look at this picture, ladies and gentlemen, that, that uh, pretty much wraps up our weekly coverage. So um, I think we're going to take a little bit of a break here in just a minute. Yep. Well, no wonder I thought they were the same guy. <laughs> they look so similar. <laughs> right? That's why when you said Bear Bronson, I'm like... And I'm like, the other guy was Bear Boulder, but and you tell me, no, they renamed him Bear Bear uh, Bronson. I'm like, well, wait, I mean, how? Look, look at this motherfucker. I mean, they, <laughs> they look very similar. Yep. You know, they they need to uh, they need to take a razor to their chest, <laughs> but you know, it's just you know, but, you, you I don't know, know what I don't know what the thing is with with this Prince Albert looking pe- people. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of these guys. I can't. I tried, but I just can't. Yeah. Well. I, well. I don't. I don't blame you. So anyway, um, I think. I think that brings us to our intermission. Yep. Then uh, we see. Take a break. Uh, you go get your your drink, and I'm gonna go take care of my stuff here, and we will be back shortly. Okay. All right, we are back, Ben. I have a game for you. You're, uh, I can't hear you. Oh, no, I'm not muted. Hello? All right, Ben, I have a game for you. Oh, you've forgiven me that quickly, have you? Well, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to have to do something about these headphones. Yes, I agree. Now, I have a murder game for you. Yes, involving my heart and WWE television. Yes. Which uh, WWE superstar was murdered backstage? Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, now, this is like a a wheel, and you you have to tell me when to stop, okay? Okay. All right, starting now. And stop. So, the person that was murdered backstage was the big show. Uh-huh. Now, who found the body, Ben? Stop. No, hold on. All right, now. Who found the body? Go. Stop. Wow. Matt Riddle found the body. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) So the big show was murdered. Matt Riddle found the body. (laughs) Damn, wow. Okay. All right. Who's the leader? Let me set up the next one. Okay. Who's the lead detective on the case, Ben? Go. Stop. Wait, let's uh, try that one again. Okay. Hold on. Stop. No, no, hold on, hold on. Let me see something here. 
Oh wait, stop. Alright. Oh. Wow. So the lead detective on the case is Bret Hart. <laughs> oh boy. She okay. Sure. Alright. Now <laughs> now let's see who the suspects are and who had the alibi. First of all, let's see who had the alibi. And go. Stop. Jeez. Matt Riddle's a lucky man. He found the body and he has an alibi. Oh. Holy <laughs> shit. What the what? You Damn. can't like this shit. You no, know you can't. So hold on, okay. Let me. I'm gonna let me write this down. So okay, we have Big Show. Uh, Riddle found Riddle found the body. Bret Hart's the lead detective, and hey. R- and Riddle has the alibi. Bret Hart, okay. Uh, Riddle. Alibi Riddle. Alright, let's reset and see who the suspects are. Let me reset it first. Okay, and go! Stop. Wow. Samoa Joe is suspect number one. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is better than WWE Creative. <laughs> Damn, what? <laughs> All right, let's see who suspect number two is. Let me reset it here. And go. Suspect number two, Zack Ryder. Oh, boo. <laughs> we, we got a good story going here, folks. Well, we're not done yet. We have, we're, we're getting closer to who's going to wind up in jail. All right, so we have suspect number Do we need suspect number three? All right. Let it. And... Let's see. All right, Ben, are you ready? Yes, sir. And go. Stop. Ooh, suspect number three, Adam Cole. Oh, very cool. All right, now we're back on the trail of it getting interesting. (laughs) All right, okay. Now we have to see who hid the body. So let me reset. Let me reset this. Hold on. Alright, so who hid the body? Go! Stop. Ooh. 
Shinsuke Nakamura hit the body. Oh, jeez. Here we go, motherfucker. Damn. Now let's find out who the killer is. Are you, let, me, let me reset. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, and go. Stop. Ooh. Cesaro is a killer. <laughs> that is hilarious. Damn. Okay. Alright. Who's the judge in this case? Let me re- <laughs> let me reset this. Who is the judge in the case? Go. Stop. Ooh. John Cena's a judge. Oh. Oh, how perfect <laughs> is that? In bed? Yeah. We've reached the end. Let's find out who went to jail for the murder. Let me reset. Alright, cool. Alright. Let's reset. Hold on, let me. Okay. And and go. Stop. Oh, oh wow. Ugh, Ben, <laughs> you're not gonna believe who went to jail. Oh. Goldberg. Good. Say <laughs> there all of our fucking television, you fucking goon. I hope someone breaks your neck the way you almost broke Undertaker's in Saudi Arabia. Can someone shake Goldberg, please? Damn, who are you? Alright, so this is the way the story goes. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. So the big show was murdered backstage. Riddle found the body and had an alibi. Bret Hart was the lead detective on the case. We had three suspects Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, and Zack Ryder. Shinsuke Nakamura hid the body. Cesaro was identified as the killer. John Cena was the judge in the case. And Goldberg is the one that went to jail for the murder. Oh, so this was a wild goose chase. <laughs> so there we go. That is the WWE murder mystery game. Oh, uh, that that was awesome. <laughs> and then the next week, I'll, we'll do the AEW one. That should be fun. Absolutely. But right now, I have some trivia for you. Okay. And this, this is a last minute. I because I did not plan this. So we have some Oscar trivia for you. <laughs> All right. All right. Question number one. Here we go. What year did Oscar win the Royal Rumble match? Twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. 
2018. Correct. Who did Asuka win the tag titles with at TLC 2020? Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. Uh, well, well, I know, she, I know she. Uh, hold on, I think it would have, it would have had to have been Shayna, right? That's your final answer. Yeah, Charlotte Flair. Oh, boo! I need to have Charlotte wins the title. It's like get the fuck off my TV. Alright, what did Asuka call Becky Lynch this week on Raw? Big Time Bex, a baby, the champ, or the man? A baby. Correct. Alright, and here's the last, the last question. Who did Asuka team with in a mixed match challenge? Is it Robert Roode, The Miz, AJ Styles, or Finn Balor? Uh, didn't she team with the Miz? Correct. Talk uh, about a ra- talk about a random tag team, uh, right? All right, now, Ben. Yep. So before we get into time warp, I have a list for you. Oh Lord! And this is the list of top the best top ten sitcoms according to Ranker. Okay. And let me just say this. This was not approved by me because I was very angry when I put this list together. Well, I'm sure I will be too because I, I watch a lot of sitcoms. So let's just, let's just take the lid off the can of worms, right? Number 10, I Love Lucy. Holy shit. You mean to tell me that wasn't higher on the list? And number nine. Cheers. Okay. And And number eight. That 70s show. Okay. Not too bad so far. And number seven. The Simpsons. I expected that to be higher on the list, quite frankly. At number six, Frasier. Ben, you would be higher on the list, but I am so happy that it was there. Especially given Cheers presence on the list. Your top five looks like this. Number five, How I Met Your Mother. I never liked that show. I thought it was kind of stupid. It was um, it was weird. I could never get into it. Colby's father. Oh, hello, Team Yummy. Wait, what? Which Team, one? Colby Smolders was on uh, Team Yummy for sure. And number four, Big Bang Theory. Okay, not bad. Here are your top three. The Office. Boo, I was never a fan of The Office. And number two, we have Seinfeld. Boo. And now, Ben, 
if this was the list according to Ben, what would you put at number one? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, probably I Love Lucy, because it was just so iconic. Either that or the, or the Andy Griffith show. No, no, but I mean, a show that you, because, did you, did you used to watch them? Not really. No, I'm talking about, like, a show that you, like, watch now, like, or that you... Uh, oh, yeah, um, okay, well then, according to that, I would have to say, I would have either Frasier or, um, or, like, everybody loves Raymond. So you would put, you would move Frasier from number six to number one? Yeah. And if Frasier was on this, you you would put Raymond in number one, right? Uh, yeah. This list, are you ready for the number one show on this list? Yeah. Friends. Oh, fuck. You know, that was, <laughs> that was, I, I don't, I don't, this is going to sound terrible, but I felt like, um, Friends specifically tailored itself to women. And like I just, I just I never got it. I tried to get into it at a couple different points in time, but I just, I, I just could never really get myself into that show. I'm probably gonna get hate for this, but I don't care. This is my show. I can, and I and what I say goes. I think Friends is overrated. I 100% agree with you. I just don't get it. So, uh, moving on from that, we are now going into Time Warp, Ben. And we are traveling back to December 13th, 1985. God, my my brother was like uh, six months, seven months old at the time. I was 11 years old at this time. You're so much older than I am, I forget sometimes. And Mid-South Wrestling held a show, a live event at the same Houston Coliseum. Alright, and the opening match was a coal miner's glove match with Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeating Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. I'm sorry, a, a what match? Uh, a coal miner's glove match. Okay. You're not sure, you don't know who that is? No, I know. <laughs> Now, you, did you see Halloween Havoc 92? No. Alright, WCW had Halloween Havoc 92, and the main uh, match, the main event was a spin wheel make the deal, Jake the Snake Roberts versus Sting. And they had, they spun a wheel to determine what kind of match did, that Sting and Jake the Snake would have. And okay. the wheel landed on the coal miner's glove match. Basically, you take a leather coal miner's glove, you put it over one of the one of the random ring posts, and whoever gets to the coal miner glove first can put it on and use it as they wish. Okay. So basically, if Jake were to grab the coal miner's glove match. He could put it on, and he could beat the crap out of Sting, and it would be legal. What was in a coal miner's glove that made it a weapon? I believe um, it was um, this part over here. 
was lined with uh, steel, but but it was covered with the velvet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Next, we had a North American Heavyweight Championship match. The champion, Butch Reed, defeats Dick Slater. Cool. Then we have the team of Chavo Guerrero and Hector Guerrero defeating Eddie Gilbert and the Nightmare. You'll never catch me hitting on the Guerreros. Match number four, we had Al Perez defeating Lord Humongous by disqualification. Lord Humongous. God. And no, we are not talking about Sid Vicious. Okay, well, originally that's what I thought. Uh, yeah. I thought you were talking about. No, uh, because there were several guys who played uh, Lord Humongous. <laughs> Then we had match number five. Jake the Snake Roberts defeated Rob Recksteiner. Okay. And Ben, you recognize that name. Yeah. That would be Rick Steiner. Yeah, of course. And following that, in the sixth match, we had... Dr. Death, Steve Williams, defeating Ricky Morton. No, Ricky Gibson. And that's literally what I have written here. Ricky Gibson. What a terrible wrestling name. Not to be confused with uh, Gibson and Morton of Rock and Roll Express. Okay. Okay, match number seven. This is an odd name. I'm going to try not to mess it up. But Oladipo... Oladipo defeated Tommy Wright. Oh. Well, actually, that's not a weird name because there's a basketball player named Victor Oladipo. No, well, for me, because I've never never seen the name, so I didn't want to mess it up. Yeah. Then, in the main event, and I can't believe this guy was in the main event, Ben, let me ask you a question. Do you remember a tag team named, named Well Done? No. Ooh, they were in the WBE, or WBF at the time. They were Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn. And uh, their team name was Well Done. Oh my god. <laughs> Will you please? <laughs> I, I, I can't write this stuff. I'm serious. Well Done. D-U-N-N. Was oh, the last boy. Now, really sucks. Now, Steve, the the guy's name is Steve Doll. Okay, like it's like a doll. Okay. Okay. He was the main event on this card. Steve Doll defeated Joe Malcolm. Sounds like a random name. <laughs> I know. Sounds sounds like Vince put him in the name generator. <laughs> so that is your time warp for for this week, and now Ben, yeah, we are going to get into your favorite segment. Absolutely, <clears throat> wrestling with so fantasy. We backing up in two seconds. I'm gonna set up the playlist here and 
We will get down to it. Alright, we are going to get into wrestling roulette. I played 21 themes. My co-host has to guess which wrestler that themes belongs to. Ben, are you ready for your first theme? Yes, sir. Alright, here we go. He's Slater. He's Slater. Alright, here we go. You're on the board with one with one. This is just a shot in the dark, but uh Val Venus? No. Although it could be, you, uh, it, it, it kind of is suited for Val Venus, but no, that's not Val Venus. That is cool. Rick, Rick the Model Martel. Okay, that makes sense. Do you remember his model gimmick? A little bit. It was a little bit before my time. No, it, no, actually, it, uh, it wasn't. It was uh, after, because around 1990, he started feuding with... Um, Tatanka, and then uh, 91, he had that blindfold match with Jake Snake Roberts. Yeah. So no, no, I just mean in terms of like when I just started watching wrestling. Oh, okay, I understand. Before, yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right, so one and one. Here we go, number three. Ready? Yes, sir. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. You know what? I like that theme. Yeah, actually, a little uh, interesting piece of tidbit um, or trivia um, would be that he actually hated that theme. Wow. Then why why did he use it then if he hated it? Well, because that's what the company gave him, I guess. I I mean, I I didn't see anything. I kind of liked it. I mean, just look at that intro, that riff that I just played. Yeah, but then the rest of it sucked. All right, here we go. Dolph Ziggler. No, it's not. It's Nick Nameth. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Now, here it has WWE, but it also has a like, Cage 9. That's who sings this theme. Wow. God. Well, to bring them back and get rid of Death Rival or whatever the fuck All it right, is. You are, you are up 3 and 1. Yes, sir. Track number 4, are you ready? 5. 5, sorry. Track number 5, are you ready? Here we go. Yes, sir. That is Mike and Maria Canellas. Oh, they can go fuck themselves. You're not a fan? No, I'm not. They make everything about themselves, and it's like, Ooh, you know, really? it's, it, 
It's what we believe in, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah, Mike Bennett. I was never a fan. But you know what? If there was ever an, a, 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 a terrible theme, a really bad theme, it's this one. Yeah, This was garbage. This is a CFO. Well, I have well, CFO written here. Well, you know, that, that whole gimmick was garbage, but yes, the theme... The, Oh my God. I was, I was so, so, okay, track number six, you ready? Yep. Mickey James. Mickey James. Four and two. Here we go, track number seven. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Man, I, I miss when she had this theme, man, because now she just sucks. Her, her, and it hurts me to say, man, because you know my thing with Becky Lynch, but good lord. Wait, wait, her, wait, her, wait. Her promos are fucking god awful. But wait, <laughs> you said when she had this theme, what do you mean? Did, she, did they change it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I think, wow. yeah, I think they did. Oh wow, I'm gonna have to listen because you can you can't really hear well when they when they're they're on TV and they come out to the ring. Yeah, it's like over the crowd. You mean the, the completely dead crowd the, with the piped in crowd noise and shit? Can you tell when it's piped in? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, no, no, I, no. I'm saying how how can you, I'm not, I'm like serious. How do how do you how do you tell? Because it's unnaturally loud. Oh, yeah, like it's louder than loud. Like you don't have to like turn the volume up. Yes, and the and the other the other thing too is like the chants. Most of the time, when it's played, then the chants don't match the superstars. Oh, okay, all right. And fans, I know we said we were going to do NXT, but at this point, that's all right. We're, we're, we'll skip for this week because it was a skippable show. Okay. All right, here we go. This is track number eight. Is that Rosa Mendez? No. Okay. That is Fandango. I don't Fandango. remember. Fandango. And I don't, I don't remember him ever using this. And you know what? I can't even blame CFO because here I have WWE and Jim Johnston. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, that, was, that, was a, that was a rare miss for Jim Johnston. Yep. All right, five and three. Okay. So track number nine. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I can't get anything from that. All right, another ten. 
Uh, Christian. Christian. Six and three. Okay. Here you go, track number ten. Is that Arthur's of Pain? No. That was Earthquake. Oh, okay. And yeah. I'm not, and if I it doesn't matter if I played the rest of it or not because that's the that's the whole thing right there. That's all it does. Yeah, well if, if you listen listen, I'm gonna play a little more, hold on. That's all it does. <laughs> oh, oh dear. <laughs> Alright, so six and four, here we go, track 11. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seven and four. Seven and four. Alright, yes, here we track 12, you ready? Yes, sir. Triple H. Triple H. Eight and four. All right, here we go. Um, is that Cameron? That is Cameron. <laughs> what did it for you? The, the girl at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I remember she used to say girl bye. Alright, so nine and four. Here we go. Track 14. Are you ready? That is Dante Chen. Who? Dante Chen. NXT. And you okay, see, well, you see what a forgettable theme this is. Okay. Well, now, what, now, 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 what did I say? Seven and four, right? Now, well, now I'm nine and five. I mean, sorry, nine and five. Now, I said nine and four. Now you're nine and five. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. That is Mustafa Ali. Well, of course I wouldn't know because he's never on TV and then they changed his fucking theme, so that <laughs> one that one shouldn't even count. But moving on. Nine and six, here we go. What are you doing? You're doing good anyways. Yeah.
Yeah, I don't know. That is Damien Priest. Oh, okay. That's his new one. You see how the Frebbles are themes? Whoa. They fucking suck. They have no rhythm to them. Yeah, well. Alright, 9 and 7. You are 9 and 7, are you ready? Yes, sir. Toxic attraction. Toxic attraction. You are ten and seven. Yes, sir. Alright, track number eighteen, you ready? Yep. Tatanka? Uh, Eleven and seven. Okay. Track nineteen. Here we go. Yeah, I have no idea. That is retribution. Retribution. You see what a terrible. Well, well no, nobody ever heard the words of the theme. It was... Okay, whatever. All, all, it, all it says is shut them down. Well, I'm glad they were shut down because they suck. All right, so we are, you are... 11 and 8. 11 and 8. So try 20, Ben. Yeah, I'm going to have to take the L on this one. I really don't know. Alright, that is Rocky Maivia. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, Rock. I would not have guessed that. That was uh, one of his very first ones. Uh, it's called Blue Chipper. Okay, so 11 and 9. Okay. Alright, here we go. Last one. Yep. That is draws. Wow. Alright. Alright. 11 and 10. Ben, you got it. Uh, that's 21 themes. They Very well. good. Very good. Alright, so we see we bring this week's show to a close. Absolutely. Now, yep, no NXT, as I said. And it was a pretty missable show. In fact, on... Uh, on the other show last night, the A show of the week, AEW, Dynamite, Monday Night Raw, and Friday Night SmackDown, who would you pick to win the A show? AEW. AEW won. We all, we all voted AEW as the A show of the week. I agree. So, uh, NXT was visible, Raw was, yeah, SmackDown. <laughs> was just... 
A dumpster fire. So that's all for this week. We will be back next Saturday with a new episode of the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben saying nice to the fans. See you. And at least I didn't suck on uh, guest scenes. Uh, uh, or... Well, and uh, next week I have the AEW Murder Mystery Game for you. Very good. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see you then. <laughs>